Hi, this is Andrew Lada. Welcome to another edition of Sadistically Speaking. This is episode 51, Polar Bears Are Assholes, part one. Hey, so there, uh, here we are in America with a huge political divide over mandating that people do something that is get a vaccine because the scientists tell them to. And let me cl- be clear as I go forward, vaccines are amazing. I think they're one of the top five greatest accomplishments of science, which is probably a list I should podcast on one day. But we are in the midst of a political cultural war in which science has been used as a cudgel to motivate over-research by the government, many people's minds, including my own. Actually, considering it's Fauci at the center, it's less of a cudgel and more of a small willow reed. So what would be the best way for us to inflame the current political situation? I know. Let's bring back the climate change debate. What could go wrong? I mean, if we can make some unpopular mandates supported by science, mainly coming from a world government body, that's got to bring us together, right? Like a 1970s Coke commercial. Am I right or am I right? So this week, the United Nations International Panel on Climate Change released their latest report on the horrors about to set upon us because of climate. Good timing. Good timing. What we needed was a doomsday climate report right in the middle of the fourth wave of COVID. When are you planning the UN report on locust infestation or the World Health Organization Committee on the Killing of Firstborn Sons? Of course, politicians in the U.S. have jumped on this report and trying to make themselves look sanctimonious and world-saving like they're Morgan Freeman in Deep Impact. The White House and several Congress weasels have come out to explain that it is time to do something about this existential crisis, even though I'm sure most of them haven't actually looked at the report. However, I did take an hour or so to go over the report. I didn't read every word. Uh, I actually did read the last report all the way through. But it's pretty clear early on that this report is like most movie sequels. It's really just the same shit and never as exciting as the first one. Now, the predictions in the report are based on modeling. And the predictions have some degree of possible error. And they try to quantify that error. I, on the other hand, can make a prediction that has zero error. The discussion of this report in most of the media and political realms will be without nuance or compromise or anything resembling a rational data-driven debate. And of course, those who don't believe that we need to drastically change our way of life in the face of this report will be labeled as climate change deniers, which is really one of the worst things you can be called. It's right up there with mouth breather or Trump supporter or Kenny G enthusiast. But what the purveyors of climate fear porn require of you is to believe not just a simple supposition, which is that the world climate is changing because of humans. They actually require you to believe four ideas that are relatively independent. Those four ideas are first, that the climate is changing. And most easily demonstrable is that the average temperature of the world is increasing, but also it includes there's variability in weather patterns and ocean salinity, etc. The second thing you need to believe, you can't just believe that, you also have to believe that this change is caused by or at least accelerated by human activity. That's not enough. Third, you have to believe that these changes are bad. 
bad for the humans and for the planet. Fourth, you have to believe that we can and should change this pattern through changes in behavior by humans on a grand scale. Now, someone who denies one or more of these suppositions are often lumped together with the term climate change denier, and they should all rot in hell, where apparently the devil has the ability to keep the climate relatively stable for, say, eternity. (laughs) Irony of ironies. But really, each of these propositions deserves their own discussion. So, let's go through them. First, people who deny the first proposition are probably rightly called climate change deniers. The proposition is that the Earth's climate is changing. And this one is hard to argue against from any reasonable perspective. There's no question that the average temperature on the Earth is increasing since 1880 when we started taking reliable measurements. It hasn't been that long. But the real important point is that climate is always in a change. It's the nature of climate as it's a dynamic system. It changes over a period of time. Now, to argue against that is difficult. And I understand there are some right-wingers who do, but they're morons. Okay, second proposition is that human activity affects climate substantially, including the rate of change. No shit. How would we not be affecting the climate? We split the atom. We burn shit tons of energy. We breed cows who fart. I'm sure you've heard of the butterfly effect. This comes from chaos theory, uh, a brand of it's mathematical but dynamical systems theory. And what it says is that dynamic systems can be strongly affected by even minute changes in the initial conditions. And the example that's often given is that a butterfly's wing movements can change wind patterns miles and even continents away. So yeah, the climate is a dynamic system, and I'm pretty sure humans, an organism that's currently flying a helicopter on Mars, has a substantial fucking effect on it. What really surprises me is how long it took the UN group to actually be definitive on it. This time they went out with a report and like, yeah, we're sure now. Like, no shit. The real fucking surprise would be if they came out and said, turns out humans have no effect on this. We do all this stuff to nothing. Now, I know some right-wingers might disagree with this, but they are morons. So, let's just agree that climate is changing and humans are part of the reason. I'm going to ignore for the moment that cycles and average temperature are the norm on this planet for centuries and millennia. The current report actually does try to compare the current case to data we have from before 1880, uh, from ice core data, etc. And it becomes less clear and they're less certain that this situation deviates substantially from those previous cycles. But let's worry about that from a, for another time. Let's say it's got to be the case humans are affecting this And climate is changing. Then we have to get to the third proposition. And it's that climate change is a bad thing. I mean, is it? The big shift in global temperatures, if you look at the graph, when it really started increasing, started in 1950. 
Uh, we've increased the temperature by one degree Celsius since then. The concern is, is once we get up to 1.5 for no real reason other than that is the number people put in. But in the same time span from 1950 till now, when we've had this big increase in the temperature of the world, according to the UN, the average life expectancies of humans has increased from 45.5 years to 72.8 years. 45.5 years to now the average life expectancy is 72.8 years. And the UN, the same agency that's telling us that we're at a crisis point, still predicts life expectancy for humans in the world to continue increasing for the next 50 years. But Andrew, the sea levels will rise and we could eventually lose Florida and Los Angeles and New York. Well, shit, I'd actually sign up for that. But Andrew, what about all the studies showing species of animals dying because of climate change? Yeah. I'm sorry if some of your favorite species are affected, but there'll be new species. That's what evolution is all about. Speciation occurs because of adaptations to variations. And yes, the types of species we're going to end up with will because, be because of humans and our interference with nature. Like when we started feeding wolves at our camps and they became dogs. Dogs exist because humans fuck with nature. But no one is going down to the Westminster Kennel Club and bitching about how it was time to reckon with human causes for canine change. There's one congresswoman from Minnesota who came out after the report and said that we need to do something immediately because it may be that the future global warming will affect Minnesota. And she wonders, she daydreams and wonders if her grandchild will even be able to experience snow in Minnesota. Really? You want me to get rid of my car so your grandchild can make a snow angel? Fuck you. I grew up in Wisconsin. It was cold. I used to run around and spray aerosol cans in the air, hoping that global warming could be accelerated and I could warm up the fucking place. I'm actually doing this for your grandchild so they don't have to live in a shitty place like Minnesota when it's that cold. But Andrew, the warming climate will change the crops that can be grown in the American Midwest. What about our food? Now, this argument is where the globalists all fail. Do you have a globe in your house? When I was a kid, everybody had a globe. Not so much anymore. You may have to Google a map. Look where most of the land mass is in the world. Do you see Canada and Russia and Alaska and Greenland? If you actually look up at land mass across the world by latitude, the peak is 50 degrees latitude north. That's where the peak of land mass is, right above the U.S., Warming temperatures would open up a large expanse of land that's now frozen could be used for agriculture and farming. We'd actually gain farmland across the world. Sure, it wouldn't be in the U.S. and our food supply would come from other areas, but it doesn't mean the end of human civilization. It would just mean change. And that's the real problem, isn't it? You're afraid of change. You want the weather forecast to stay the same. You want the same species on the planet. You want juniper trees not to grow higher up mountains. You want the same economic factors in place. 
and you want to freeze progress to those who have already reaped the benefits. The word that scares you, climate change fucks, isn't climate, it's change. Suck it up, buttercup. I'll talk about Proposition 4 in the next podcast. Till then, pass the tequila. Out!